0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of A Slut With Morals. I'm your host, Ruby May. You can follow my Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at A Slut With Morals Podcast, all one word. And now you can even follow the Facebook page, ASWM Podcast. So, it's been a while since I've done a little spicy podcast episode. So, without further ado, let's bring up the eight sexual fetishes women have that men Are clueless about so I was listening to the radio the other day I know right crazy people still listen to the radio but I was on my way to pick up my daughter from school and I happened to just I was in the car line and I was just listening to this radio host talking about you know things that women are into that men don't know about and so it started to get me kind of googling And I found this article on theroster.com, and I have to say, I hit almost every single one of these fetishes. Now, what's the difference between a turn-on and a fetish? A turn-on for a woman could be like the way a man's cologne smells, or the way he looks when he's driving and he does this little turn-back look, you know, where he like kind of stretches his whole body out? Fuck, that's sexy. Another thing that he can do is, is for me, a big turn on his hands. I love nice hands on a man. A little bit callous that tells me he works out or he works outside. or. My whole mouth just watered, you guys, thinking about it. But the number one fetish is group sex with a bunch of dudes. So it's pretty common, you know, like Wikipedia acknowledge that, acknowledge that women experience sexuality in a much more fluid way than most men do. So it's no secret that up to 43% of women are turned on by the idea of a threesome with another woman. We know that. However, a lesser talked about and much more taboo fantasy many women have is group sex with a bunch of dudes. In 2016, a sex survey said that 41% of women's dream is a threesome with two men, and women are 80% more likely to watch gangbang porn than men are for the same reason that when it comes to dick, the more, the merrier. Females are also, in general, much more likely to search for threesome and group sex porn, 75% more often. This shows that for many women, there's an inherent interest in being overpowered or at least flooded with sensation. And I think that that's what it is for me because even when I watch threesome porn, you know, two men and one woman, I actually have to look up sensual threesome. Like, I don't just watch, you know, MFM and it's just like, ah, bing, 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 and she's doing all the work. No, all of the, the care, it's like, it's all centered around her orgasm. And that is so just, it's so sexy when a man just like, completely cares more about your orgasm than his own. It's all about your own you know your satisfaction. I think that that is so just mm. So two things that are like panty soaking because it's it makes it hard to concentrate on anything else. It's hard for women to verbalize this sometimes for the sheer fact that telling a man you want to be overcome with cock can bruise his fra- his fragile male ego and elicit the type of sadly uneducated slut shaming that makes it easier to keep this fantasy more private and a lot of the times when my followers will ask me how do I tell my wife or my woman or my girlfriend or whatever my significant other that I want to watch her take another dick I always say suggest it during pillow talk you know suggest it when you guys are both in the mood this may also already be a fantasy that she's having and you're able to make it an entire reality for her And that is just so... So, how do you make it happen? You have to ask her if she's attracted to any of her or your male friends and whether she's ever considered having a threesome with you and them. If she's repulsed, stop it. But if she's into it, make it happen. Two, some variation of BDSM. Whether it's being restrained, getting spanked, yes. Blindfolded, yes or skirting the razor thin line between pleasure and pain most women about 62 percent are into some aspect of bdsm the inquisitor reports women's porn viewing habits as women show a strong preference for sadomasochistic adult video viewing with the terms rough sex and bondage both appearing in the top 16 search terms for women but not for men the control aspect in particular Is a huge fantasy for women who also reported in in the sex survey that one of the most important things they wish men knew was that they like to submit now I am on the other spectrum of that I am a switch I do prefer to dominate that's just my own preference and like I said before I think that it is so sexy for a man willing to submit to a woman I think it shows great Restraint, I think it shows a lot of trust in both in each other. You know, the number one fantasy women reported with over 21% of them saying that they love to be dominated. By contrast, 10% of women fantasize more about dominating their partner instead. I am in that 10%. Of course, domination and submission are not mutually exclusive, they barely scratch the surface of what makes up BDSM. At the very least, playing around with those types of dynamics can help lead you into a direction where you're both able to explore it. So how do you make it happen? Obviously, and I talk about this every single time, you have to be open and honest with your partner. Communication is key. Let her talk to you about her fantasies. Let her be open and honest about them. You know, Ask her if she wants to be the submissive one or the dominant one. See which one. She wants to cater to, or even try out. Number three, public sex. Yes, please. God damn, <sighs> guys, I'm getting riled up. I'm getting a little bit too riled up here. Exhibition is, exhibitionism plays into the incredibly hot concept of vulnerability, something that often exasperates women's feelings of arousal. So, 41% of females. Would be down to let someone watch them have sex? Whether that's in public, in private, with a third person, over a webcam, all of that is irrelevant. The point is that many women are aroused by the idea of becoming a spectacle and receiving admiration. Yes, please, I always talk about that. I want to be admired, I want to be worshipped. Please, that's stuff that I've already said before. And They just want lust from multiple viewers, like they love people watching them. Or at least that you're getting someone off at a distance without even having to touch them. So how do you make it happen? Have sex in your car or a semi-crowded area where people... There's a possibility to be caught having sex. Like, that I think is the most taboo part of it. It's like, we're not supposed to be doing it. like Another thing is watching men have sex. That's number four, is watching gay sex. I think gay sex is so fucking hot. Or like bisexual sex. Oh fucking hell you guys that literally Mm. Mm -mm. yes please I love it I don't know why I'm gonna have my friend David on the show and he is bisexual and I think that bisexual men are so fucking hot like I think that it's just kiki. I think that it's it's so I don't know I think that someone being open and fluid in their sexuality is extremely sexy Plus, man-on-man, oh my god. Uh, Man-on-man sex is the pulsating pinnacle of masculinity. Like, if you're a chick and you're aroused by dicks and 100% pure grade-A testosterone, watching two or more dudes sensually fuck can be the hottest thing on earth. And god, yes, it is. In fact, while girl-on-girl porn is the number one most-watched porn category for women, guy-on-guy, number two number five forced sex i know so kind of trigger warning here okay this is definitely a trigger warning rape fantasies are without a doubt one of the most taboo fantasies and arguably the hardest to talk about yet they are surprisingly common according to psychology today about four in ten women admit having them 31 to 57 percent, by the way about four in ten women admit having them And they have them on average of about once a month. So rape fantasies can be either erotic or aversive. In erotic fantasies, the woman thinks I'm being forced and I enjoy it. In averse fantasies, she thinks I'm being forced and I hate it. So about 45% of the women in the survey published in the Journal of Sexual Research had fantasies that were entirely erotic, not averse. Um, I think it was like only 9% were entirely averse. And 46% were mixed so yeah but what does it mean that some women are aroused by the fantasy of a thing that could be so devastatingly traumatic and that's the only thing is that there's a huge difference between fantasy and reality so it's like your husband comes in and you're doing the dishes and all of a sudden it's like oh no a burglar that's like role play. you know what I mean sorry I had to take a moment and um, wipe the drool off my face when rape fantasies stay in fantasy world or acted out upon consensually in a scene, they are no different from any other fantasies. They are neither wrong nor perverted. They imply nothing about one's mental health or real life sexual inclinations. They just happen to somewhere around half of women, probably because there's something erotic about a woman being so desirable that the man or woman therewith loses all control. So, how to make it happen? Let her plan exactly what's going to happen. Let her plan it. Let her plan it so that it's entirely consensual and she is in control of the action. If there's something you want to incorporate into the scene, ask her first and don't spring anything unexpected onto her while you're doing it unless she's given you permission to do so. Have a plan for how to stop, safe word, if things go a little bit too far. Number six, orgies. Orgies are kind of the perfect fantasy for women because they combine aspects of so many others such as exhibitionism, multiple partners, sensory overload, and same-sex experimentation. Regrettably, there's little to no data on the percentage of women who fantasize about them or have actually participated in them, but women's porn habits reveal that group sex is by far a bigger turn-on for them than it is for men. How to make it happen. Orgies, at least the ones that aren't populated by middle-aged tan couples on permanent spring break, can be kind of hard to find, but the fetish social network, FetLife, which I can guarantee you this is a way that will help you um, understand your sexuality better if you don't have a FetLife, go to FetLife.com, you guys. FetLife has an event feature that lists all the upcoming orgies in your area. You may have to pass a few membership hurdles to attend, such as getting tested for STDs, etc. Or if you want to curate your own attendance, you can host your own on there as well. 7. Erotic Massage mm, the memories. There is a ton of erotic massage porn on the internet. Most of it features women getting pampered with oily rubdowns from insanely hot masseuses who tease them with a regular massage before slowly working their way towards their private parts. Then they perform some anatomically perfect clitoral then they perform some anatomically perfect clitoral slash vaginal massage and the lucky recipient something that's hot as all fuck to watch because it's something entirely different than seeing some chick pounded by a faceless dude Ugh, with a rat tail and a tribal belly button tattoo like please <sighs> instead the motions are soft deliberate well lubricated and physiologically correct and if you're a human with a vagina you couldn't really ask for a combination better than that how to make it happen watch as many of these videos as you can to see what techniques the masseuses use then set up your own massage situation in your house like a boss fucking dominate that shit and number eight cuckolding as many as 14 percent of women have admitted to being aroused by cuckolding having sex with another person while their partner watches. This isn't news to Erica Lust, though, creator of feminist porn movement, who has been crowdsourcing and asking women to come up with porn ideas in her latest project, X Confessions. At X Confessions, Lust has a unique vantage point into what women find sexy, and is both shaping and being shaped by these ideas. The most popular ideas are infidelity-based group sex in which a partner invites others to enjoy their significant other. And how to make it happen. This one's hard if you're at all jealous or hypermonogamous type, but if you can put that aside for a tiny second, you can choose a friend or source a stranger you'd be comfortable with watching her hook up with, then inviting them over. All three of you should talk about how far you're comfortable with going, and at first it may be that you're only okay with watching her make out with another guy or a girl. Or it may be that you're also insanely turned on by the prospect of her totally getting railed right before your eyes. Talk about it come to a mutual agreement, take things very slowly to make sure you're both very comfortable with the idea. Or if you have zero desire to help her live this out in real life, you can try out much more topical versions of cuckolding, like watching cuckolding porn together, or letting her point out people she'd like to fuck to you without actually doing anything about it at all. I'm not gonna lie, you guys, every single one of these categories is in my porn history search. So these are all... Different fetishes that you can absolutely unwind and talk about with your partner about if you're interested in any of them. Now, of course, at first, we're all a little bit shy because we don't want you to know how much of a sexual fucking deviant we are, do we? No, but <laughs> we're all a little dirty, aren't we? We're just nasty heathens that just want to fuck. Hmm. Anyway, that has been today's episode. I just read something interesting and I thought that you guys would also like to hear a little something interesting since it's been a while since I've done a very spicy episode. All right, you guys, my name is Ruby. I'll be seeing you later. Thanks for listening. Bye.